This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Dies joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Happy Wednesday, Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center, Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave today, Alex Eshelman will talk. Uh, that's what she said. As uh, We'll talk cats, we'll talk grizz, we'll talk basketball, we will talk coaching carousel in NCAA as well. She's a Pac-12 girl, so uh, we'll get her thoughts on that. And... Uh, on this day in history on the way as well. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen on Podbean Network One Sports. You can go to jasonwalkershow.com. Tweet us at jwalkersports and our email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. You can also call in or text 406-209-1267. All right. The uh, opening segment of the Jason Walker Show is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Family-owned and operated business. They are veteran-owned, vet or a woman-owned as well. Three divisions, milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Project management services as well, plus 50-plus years of experience and the finest craftsmen available in Montana. They will build you a home that will last for generations. Get a hold of them at yourcustomlog.com. Montana Custom Log Homes. Um. All right, so I saw this today on the Twitter, and it was actually a really good point. Uh, Jordy Hansen, who, uh, before he moved to the news side of things last year over at the Missoulian, um, used to do sports, and he brought up a really he, he brought up an interesting uh, point today, and I th- I thought it it was kind of a big deal as well, and I will. Uh, well, we're also going to talk rankings as well, but uh, in NAI. But uh, Jordan Hansen, and you can follow him at Jordy Hansen on the Twitter. But uh, he uh, he said, um, "Where's it at?" So this guy tweeted out. His name was Benjamin Hoffman. He's with the New York Times. Says an employer offered me the salary and incentive that Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley are getting. I would immediately ditch my coworkers and friends at places I've earnestly called my dream job. So would you? College sports discourse is always the worst. And Jordy said there are so many sports journalists who love wagging their fingers about coaching changes, like they wouldn't ditch their job for an anchor position at ESPN at all if offered. And to which I agree. Some of those same media also would call for a coach to get fired if they don't win enough. And being okay if athletic administrators fire said coach for not winning. So that's where we're at uh, with the uh, Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley, other coaches um, moving in, uh, especially on uh, the big boys, the big, big football, right? We're not talking NAI here. We're talking, or D2, we're talking the big boys, the Power Five conferences, right? Um, and it's true, and you can weigh in. You can let me know what you think. But, you know, when a coach moves on, I know they do it for the money, but and challenges sometimes, and mostly for the money. 
But don't forget about the players left behind. And the Notre Dame players, a couple of them uh, have a podcast, and they basically said, look, yeah, Coach Kelly, we wish him well. He, you know, And one of the kids from Notre Dame actually brought up a really good point, and he said, look, you should commit to the program. Don't commit to the coach. Go for the degree. Go for the, the you know, if you're going to a Power Five, and you know, a big time SCS, you got a chance to maybe go to the league. Obviously, you're going to the program to help you for that, but you're going to get a degree first and foremost for 99.9% of you. But go, and he said that look, go for the team, go for the university or college. Don't go play for just because of the coach, because coaches will leave, and we've seen it time and time again, and we're seeing it again this year and we're continue to see it this year because the coaching carousel is not done and it's not over with. So we'll see other coaches leave. Someone's got to go to Notre Dame. Someone's got to go to Oklahoma. Well, who are they going to fill those from? Another, you know, program, Washington, Washington state got rid of their coaches. Is that every, every kid going to leave now? No. You go to you don't go for the coach. Now, if a coach, you know, it's not like they're gonna, you know, there's certain coaches that will sit there. I remember when you know Carson Cunningham at Carroll College, heck of a coach. Kids came to play at Carroll because they wanted to play at Carroll because they're going to be doctors, they're going to be dentists. They're not. They didn't come just to play for Carson Cunningham. Some stayed because of Carson. I mean, Zach Taylor, for one, was recruited by the previous coach and stayed and helped turn Carroll into what it is now, which is a top-five team in the country. But those are just my thoughts. You go for the program. You don't go for the coach. I don't begrudge these coaches moving on. But let the kids transfer as well. That's that's the that's where the crux lies with the NCAA, and to an extent the NAI as well. You know, Lincoln Riley's going to take some kids from Oklahoma to USC. Brian Kelly's going to take some kids that want from Notre Dame down to LSU. Don't punish the kids because the coach moves on or gets fired. So. You know, just my thoughts. You can weigh in at Jay Walker Sports. You can uh, text or call 406-209-1267 if you so choose. Uh, we'll talk uh, rankings in the uh, NAI for basketball. Providence has moved on in volleyball to the next round, which is the what the final eight for the first time in team history. And they'll play Park University tomorrow at uh, 6.30 Mountain Time in the quarterfinals, which is uh, congratulations to uh, to Providence. They swept life and today after defeating um, whoever they played yesterday. So um, this is a really good team, fifth-ranked Argos. So the uh, Pirates... Uh, Park have the returning two-time NAI National Player of the Year in Nada Mayawad. Her twin sister, Noor, is on the team as well, and they're really good. Um, Arena's dude has done a nice job, though, up at Providence. I think the Tech girls are still playing um, out in uh, in Iowa. So if they win, I think they're in. Is that right? So we'll keep an eye on it. I think they're playing right now, so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on it. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back and what is this? <laughs> oh, buddy on Twitter made brownies and. They look really good, but knowing him, I'd
probably don't want to eat them. Um, anyway, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And Alex Eshelman is going to join us. We, she joins us each and every Wednesday, courtesy of Dinner's Done Right. That's what she said. And they, uh, or she's got a fantastic lookout at the Cats, the Grizz playoffs, also coaching carousel, what we just talked about. And we'll talk to her when we return. This segment of the Jason Walker Show is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Home. They, uh, the three handcrafted, or three divisions, milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Now, milled means consistent diameter logs from 8 inches up to 24 inches in diameter and up to 60 feet long. Handcrafted, every log scribed to fit with the next log, all corners hand chipped to fit snugly together. And timber frame, accent pieces, trusses, ceiling, wall timbers, uh, can be dovetailed together with timber walls. Check them out, yourcustomlog.com. They are going to uh, build our cabin at Sealy um, here in the next couple of years. So uh, Montana Custom Log Home. All right, quick break. Coming back, Alex Eshelman joins us for That's What She Said. Next, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it's your choice, where you have to repair or choose Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings... Or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one? It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Hanging out on a uh, Wednesday inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. And this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Had a sick little one. 
since the uh, middle of the night, well, about 3 o'clock in the morning, I guess. Projectile, you know, vomiting a couple of times. Yeah. Stomach bug for a three-year-old is never fun. That's fine, all the, you know, with everything else, but poor little one. And you feel bad, right? As a parent, you just can't do enough. You can't do anything to help. So. All right, we're going to talk uh, NAI rankings, including uh, Frontier Conference teams coming up. But uh, it's time to check in, as we do every Wednesday at this time, with our great friend, Alex Eshelman. That's what she said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. And the November, the, uh, December's over. Or November's over. December's here. It's the 1st of December. And uh, blue cheese bacon meatloaf on the menu, cheesy ham and hash brown casserole, which is really good. Uh, let's see, cream of Tuscan soup, you got lasagna rolls, loaded chicken and potato casserole, sesame barbecue meatballs, sesame shrimp stir-fry, chicken and dumplings, chicken parmesan in the slicker. I mean, just a lot. Sweet and sour pork chops. Check them out, dinnersdoneright.com. Um, Cats and Grizz, both at home this weekend and both facing tough opponents. And joining us now to talk about on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, None other than our great friend, Alex Eshelman. We always hear from the guys. What about the ladies? Time for That's What She Said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. All right. I, uh, I appreciate you joining us as always. It is the great Alex Eshelman. Um, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? How was your Thanksgiving? It was great. How was yours? It was fantastic. Had my family in town, nice. so I was able to go to Livingston and um, and have a little Thanksgiving dinner with my aunt and uncle and my family. So it was very fun and my cousins. You know, you're this is this is um, ironic because Susie Milano, who used to be um, here in Helena, and now she's working with UCLA as a mm-hmm. whatever. You know, she's great, but she uh, had family from both. Her mom lived in Livingston still. I believe, or her mom's really? from Bozeman. Yeah, so it's just weird, small world, because she went to school at like TCU or something, and ends up uh, here in town. So um, it's just it's a small world. But I'm great. I'm, I'm glad you got to be with the family. I smoked three turkeys on the oh, Trader. Very nice. How'd they turn out? Perfect. Um, Love it. Because you can't go wrong with a Trader. So. It's, yeah, you definitely cannot. That is funny you bring that up, too, because uh, that just reminded me, Daniel Hardy said in his press conference uh, earlier this week that Amandre Williams had the D-line over for a little Thanksgiving feast, and he was in charge of the turkey and the mac and cheese. Oh, and okay. he managed to perfect both of those. He didn't give him too much credit, but he said, that was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He did a pretty good job. You know, people forget that these their kids are student athletes. They still, you know, they don't get to go home. Um, they had practice. They had, Yeah, it was the bye week. But, you know, these guys don't get to go home. They, they sometimes rarely have family come to town. So um, it was it's great that they get to hang out and get to be together and uh, and celebrate holidays as well. Definitely, Jason. And that is all a part of, even though it's sad that a lot of them can't go home, when it's all said and done, those are some of the memories that are the most special that those guys are going to take with them for through the rest of their lives. Yep, yep. Those friendships made and, and those memories, like you said, as we talk with Alex Eshelman, ABC Fox Montana sports reporter, SWX Montana as well. All right, we're through the bye week. Uh, for both the Cats and the Grizz, they both know who they're going to play. Cats actually might have been a little surprised. I think Brett and Vegan said in his press conference they didn't expect to be playing Tennessee Martin. Um, but here we go. Uh, but how did they spend the bye week practicing and coming off that loss? Because now it's been 10 days, 11 days. It's still eating at them. Definitely. And I think it's safe to say, you know, Losing to the Grizz, we've talked about it. That one's going to hurt, and it's going to hurt past a couple of weeks. It's just the way that the rivalry goes. And 
That said, though, these guys are tough. They know how to swallow a loss, and they know how to pick up and move forward, and that's exactly what they did, especially in that first round bye that they got, which I think was really needed. They not only got to get their rest in and their and their rehab, but they also got to just take a little mental break from thinking about the game of football, thinking about what they're doing for Thanksgiving, spending time with some family and friends. Um, and they did a little community service work, which I was excited yeah. and happy to also attend and cover that, which was which was really cool to just see the team out in the community. So on top of all that, of course, they had practice. They watched the UT Martin-Missouri State game, but I think it was a little bit more of a, of a balanced week, if you will, being able to focus on school, focus on their personal lives, along with focusing on football and resetting for this week. Alex, we talked when they had the bye week in the middle of the season. How, did it come at a good time? Obviously, I think this, did this one because the last bye week they're on a roll, they're winning. This one they're coming off a tough loss to a rival. Um, was this a, a good one mentally for these guys? 100%, Jason. And I okay. would honestly argue not from an injury point of view because I definitely think that they're – were uh, some more beat-up guys in that first bye week. However, that's not to say that there aren't some key guys on Montana State's team that needs an extra week of rest. And on top of all of that, I think this was even more needed because in that first bye, they had been on a winning streak. They were flying high. It was almost just like a, a... they needed that reset, but I don't think they needed it as as mentally as they did this past week, just to take a break, unfortunately let that loss soak in, but have a little extra time to move forward and, and really analyze how they want to move forward in the playoffs because at this point it's a whole different ballgame. Yep. No, it totally is. It's, it's win, you stay, lose, you're done for the year. It's not, hey, we get exactly. a shot next week. Uh, we're talking with Alex Ashelman. Um, okay, quarterback situation. What's going on? I mean, is it is it Matt McKay, Matthew McKay? Is it Tommy Malat? What what are they doing down there in Bozeman? That's a good question, Jason. <laughs> your uh, your thought process on that is going to be as detailed and as good as mine. I cannot give you exactly who's going to be. Starting come Saturday, uh, that wasn't uh, really, I guess, discussed. It was not to, not that it wasn't discussed. I just don't know if anybody fully asked that question, and I could be wrong because it was a couple days ago now. But um, I would assume Matthew McKay is starting. He started all season long, so I would assume that he is going to start. However. I do think that we'll see quite a bit of Tommy Mallott, and there's a possibility that he could start as well, especially with what happened with the Grizz a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's a good question. I don't know, and I think that I don't know, Jason. What are you? <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on it? I mean, your your thoughts are as good as mine on this one. Well. You, you're closer to the team than I am, but from far away, I, if, you're, if you're not happy with the way the offense has been under Matthew McKay, it hasn't been exactly lighting it up um, under Malat, but you've got a quarterback who's been there, two quarterbacks on that backup roster that have been there and done it in the playoffs, and Casey Bauman and, and Tucker Rovig. Why are those two not playing? Or do Is there something in there that we're missing too because I don't know. I mean, I know Malat's the future and he's touchdown Tommy and he's a great athlete, but their offense hasn't, has been struggling the last couple of games. No matter who the quarterback is. Totally without question. And I, they know that. And I think that I think it's tough at this point in the year. If somebody isn't injured with a season ending injury, mm-hmm to make a transition like that at quarterback. It's not that Matthew McKay has stunk. You know, that I'm not going to say that right. at all whatsoever. I mean, before the Grizz and before, unfortunately, 
that blow up of a game for Montana State, especially for the the offensive side of things. Prior to that, they were doing great. And it's not that Matthew McKay and the offense were carrying the team by any means or having these big breakout performances, but he was very much getting the job done, and he's still very much a good athlete and a good quarterback. I think it's just a matter of getting out of his head and playing freely. And I think not only has he touched on that himself in his press conferences, but his coaches even said that at this week. He said They said, listen, Matt knows that wasn't his best performance, obviously. We're working with him on some things this week, especially from a mental side of things, that he can work on. And having that extra week with that first round by, I think has only been beneficial for him and the rest of the offense. I think, but when, it, when we get to that game against UT Martin, it's really just going to be, all right, let's see what happens here and let's see what these past two weeks, the offense, Taylor House right in the offense have worked on. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's an interesting situation for sure. Well, and what's, what stands out to me too, and I, you know, I, I talk to people and, and friends of mine ask Bobcat fans going, what's going on? Or even Grizzly fans going, what's going on? Um, their offense the last really month has struggled. And, you know, yeah, they're putting up great numbers against inferior opponents, I guess. But when they've played good defenses outside of Idaho, but if it's not for Tommy Mallott, they lose that Idaho game. I mean, mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's a lot of questions on that offense right now, and it, and if Matthew McKay's worried about playing freely, he's got to go back to where he was playing along with his coaches on that offensive side of the ball, the first six, seven, eight games of the year. Not worry about what's happened the last couple. Just my thoughts. And you made a good point, Jason. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you, and I think that Coach Vegan even said that he said, "Listen, the first half of our season, aside from Wyoming." Those games were technically games that they should have blown the opponent out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And I think that as soon as Weber State hit, or Portland State, I should say, from that point forward, really Weber State and then Eastern Washington, of course, um, those those are not easy opponents. And here's the thing. A win is a win is a win. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not going to be perfect. It's not, you know, Matthew McKay doesn't need to have this most perfect performance every single time. It's about the team coming together and picking each other up in places where they're not doing the best in, in certain areas or whatever. Like, it, it's a it's an entire team effort. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, you can't take away the credit, even though Matthew McKay, I guess, didn't have perfect performances in the, against those tougher opponents. We can't take away the credit from the fact that they got the win, because that's the mm-hmm. most important part. Well, yeah, I mean, bottom line. Right. However, however, you're you're right, and I think that um, I think that this these two weeks, it'll be very interesting to see come Saturday if there are any major changes. Well, and let's not, the offensive line's been beat up, uh, right tackle. You know, you had a freshman in there in, in Rush Reamer. Um, the, 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 you know, Willie Patterson hasn't been as good as he was earlier in the year. Or I, I, I mean, I want to say as good, but he hasn't had the numbers. Lance McCutcheon obviously been shut down the last couple of, uh, of weeks as well. So it's a, it's like you said, it's a team effort. They're all struggling, but they need to figure it out because they've got a really good UT Martin team coming to town um, that nobody expected to win except maybe <laughs> the Skyhawks. Uh, what are you hearing about uh, UT Martin from the Bobcat coaches? What to expect? A couple things. I think you're right in the sense that they didn't necessarily expect you. I don't think anybody expected UT Martin to uh, beat Missouri State. I think they were going to they were expecting uh, per what the quote-unquote experts were saying leading up to that game, Coach Petrino and Missouri State coming to town. But UT Martin for six turnovers, Jason. So obviously they've got a good defense going and, um, you know, really disruptive defense. That's nothing new to Montana State. However, that's going to be interesting to see where Montana State's offense sits with a defense that is on fire right now. 
and is coming off of a really big win. They're making history, UT Martin. They're on a nine-game winning streak, won the conference. I mean, this is their first playoff game that they've won in their Division I era ever in, in program history. So they're definitely feeling good about themselves coming into this one. However, knowing Montana State and knowing this team, and knowing the grit that they have and the discipline that they have, they've had a little bump in the road. I mean, not a little. They lost to the Grizz. Yeah, that's a big bump in the road. However, look at the season as a whole. Yeah. I mean, 9-2, nine and nine-game winning streak prior to that game. You, In my opinion, Bobcat fans and fans cannot complain. about This has been a fantastic season, and I think that – They've put on display, they had a bump in the road, so what? Let's move forward. They have the discipline and the grit and the the mentality, the tough mentality to be able to beat UT Martin, and it doesn't hurt that it's going to be at Bobcat Stadium. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, Quick uh, question on on the Skyhawks. Keon Howard, their starting quarterback, did not play last Mm -hmm. week, Walter Payton Award finalist. He was Mm -hmm. the uh, OVC Offensive Player of the Year as well. is he in? Are they preparing for him, or, or what's the story? Uh, story is up in the air, I think, with the quarterback situation. From what I gathered with Coach Vegan talking about it, um, and then we had Lance McCutcheon, we had Daniel Hardy in there, we had we had a handful of guys. Uh, quarterback situation, I think that they're preparing for multiple situations there. Okay. Um, kind of like UT Char- Martin has to. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that they're preparing for multiple situations. And then I think they really pointed out the running backs. The running backs uh, are big time. They're, they ha- they're dual threat. They have, they have two guys that really, uh, really are, are fast and aggressive and just their rushing attacks really, really good. So I think that they're mainly focusing on them. But when it comes to the quarterback situation, Working on multiple situations, Jason. Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said Wednesday. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Okay, let's switch to the other side of the. Oh, by the way, is it a sellout or what? Are because I gave the Grizz fans a hard time because they usually don't sell out in the first first couple rounds. Um, Bobcat Stadium sold out or? I would assume. Okay. I mean, they haven't posted anything official. They haven't said yes or no, but uh, I would assume being that this is the first time in program history that they've sold out every single one. I don't know why that Bobcats wouldn't be there on Saturday, okay. especially because this good weather has trickled all the way into December. <laughs> knock on wood. Absolutely nuts. And I will be there on the <laughs> sideline Saturday afternoon. So Yay! Oh uh, awesome. Yes, I can't wait to see. I have a I have another shirt for you by the way. Something you can it's a collared one, so um love it. Like Love it. I have to remember it. I'll look nice and professional when I come on your show every week. Oh, you do anyway. Um, all right, let's go well, to the other yeah, side. Of the- you know, we've got the Wolfpack <laughs> Outfitters, Ennis Montana ball cap, and a Colorado Buffalo sweatshirt. Very Ooh. professional going on Ooh. here. Thank you, Jason. Um, did you get that from Coach Sprinkle after they lost to Colorado? I, I kid a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. My sister, my sister goes to Colorado. Okay. You know that. So yeah. This is a dad's weekend sweatshirt, and she gave it okay. to me okay. um, for family weekend. Uh, isn't that a rival now? For Montana State, no. Basketball? For for well, that too. But for um, Arizona State and Arizona. Oh, oh yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing: U of A. My beloved Wildcats and my sister's beloved Colorado Buffaloes. Not good. I mean, they don't really, they're not in the fight this year. They're not. And more times than not, when it comes to football, I mean, it can be a toss-up. But here's what we always say. Even though we're not the best 99% of the time, we're the funnest. And everybody knows that we're the funnest. So, I mean, we still have a good time. I know that I know they have a lot of fun in Boulder for many different reasons, um, but I thought ASU was the party school over at U of A. I think they're both party schools. <laughs> well, it's Arizona. I mean, it, it, there's there's no uh, there's no. Dip- 
No, there's not a big difference. Okay. I mean, they part they do this the pool parties in February at ASU and they do them at U of A. I mean, it's craziness all across. Arizona is just a crazy fun state. Everybody's always having a good time. The sun's shining. It's warm. Yep. No, it's true. All right. Let's get to the Grizz. Um, okay. They're coming off a bye week. They're coming off the big win over the Cats. Bobby Houck fired up. Uh, press conference. Colter Nuwana has asked a question uh, to one of the players about Eastern Washington and the rivalry and how interrupts because that's what he likes to do. And he says we have one rival, but everybody can, you know, basically everybody considers the Grizz the rival. Anyway, this is a rivalry, and Eastern Washington has taken it to the Grizz. Now I know it was a close game, but this is a this is a big game for both. Eastern Washington wanted this game; they got this game. And what do you think happens Friday night at Washington Grizzly? It's a good question, Jason, uh, but I do think I think with the momentum and the excitement that Montana has right now coming off of their win over the Cats first time in five years, I mean, from watching, and we could argue this, but I think that they're playing their best football right now. Yes, I agree. Watching, they're playing their best football right now. I think health-wise, they're in a much better position than where they were in the middle of the season and when they did play Eastern Washington. I think that they – I think it's going to be close. I think that Eastern could shut them down again. I do definitely do think that. But it wasn't – it wasn't a a, – big win for Eastern when they when they played Montana. It was a close game all the way until the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I think that Montana could definitely beat Eastern with the momentum that they have right now in the season. They're playing their best football, and the confidence that they have, I think, will, will carry over into this game. And they're at home. Um, and I think I'm going to go. My first, my first Grizz game, I think I'm going to be there Friday night. Your first Grizz game? How many years have you lived in Montana? I've never gone to Washington Grizzly Stadium. Wow, that's a true Bobcat fan, Jason. True. Well, usually I was working because I was the PA guy at MSU. So that's true. You know when you know, and then plus it's it's the Grizz. I'm not going to go. You know, I'm not supporting. I'm going to sit on press row and (laughs) and just watch a football game. Um, But anyway, I Eastern Washington's offense is struggling. Mm-hmm. like Montana State's was going into the Grizz game. Now, Eastern still has a good defense, which is peaking, I think. Um, but Eric Berrier is going to have his work cut out for him, and I think the Grizz have a new game plan. And, and you know, it was a one-possession game out in Cheney. Um, under, exactly. I don't know. I, to me, it's a it's a toss-up game. It's a pick em, But it should be a, a whale of a game. Yeah, it should. I, I definitely agree with you. I think it'll be a toss-up. But if I had to pick one with them being at home, yeah. and I do have I, I have a, a very, very uh, good friend base over in the Eastern Washington fan base. They're a great crew. But I'm sorry I have to go with <laughs> I think Montana's going to p- pull away with the win here this time around. Do you see any upsets in this round over the eight, uh, the top eight seeds that are home? Mm. That's a good question. Apparently that's um, all I ask. Because a lot of people are picking SDSU at Sac, at, uh, Sac State. Picking that uh, Sac's overrated. So I, I'd probably have to agree with them. However... I'm biased to Sac State because that's where I grew up, and I love Troy Taylor, and I, I just, I'm a fan, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'm not going to say it. However, I don't, I wouldn't find that shocking Okay. if, if SDSU pulls away. How okay. about you? No, I absolutely agree, and I haven't seen Sac up close. I know that they took it to the Grizz, though, but again, it was middle of the season. The Grizz had a lot, you know, were struggling injury-wise, so I, I don't know how much we can take of you know, September versus what's going on sure. now, you know, same with the catch. I don't know what we can, what, which team shows up. 
Right. And that's, and that's the beauty of playoffs. I mean, that's the beauty of college football at this point. It's, it's, I don't want to compare it to March Madness because it's not, it's not the same. March Madness is just a magical separate thing, but it really is when it comes to these playoff games, it, everyone's tired. Everyone's hurting. Everyone's had their ups and downs. It's who's going to stay in the fight the longest and fight until the very end in, at this point. Wow, that was uh, prophetic. That was like... Thank you. That was yeah. like coach speak almost, too. So you can tell you've been around some coaches. It's, it's Is it not true? I mean, no, when it, it comes to win or go it home, I think it's way more about heart and about mindset and yep. about just the will to want to win at the very end. Obviously, things, certain things have to go right within a game, but... It's it's the will to win. Yep. No, I completely agree. Uh, real quick, let's switch gears to basketball. Um, conference play starts this weekend, mm-hmm. and for a weekend, <laughs> it's off. You know, for for a while. But um, Grizz off to Lady Grizz off to a great start at at five and one. And uh, right. Carmen G. Feller, Sophia Style, Sammy Fatkin playing great. The Grizz mm-hmm. guys. Non-conference, you know, they got blown out at Oregon, but who doesn't um, on that ugly court? And then, um, right. <laughs> you know, the Bobcat women coming off a nice uh, weekend and the, the Bobcat men beating, you know, winning the incarnate word Thanksgiving classic and beating yeah. former Carroll coach um, Carson Cunningham in the process. So um, all four local teams in the state uh, playing really well as they head into the conference play. When it comes to Montana State men's basketball, I truly feel like that this team feels like that they have some serious unfinished business. Mm -hmm. Making it to the finals of the Big Sky Championship and not coming home with a win, I think that's still very much on their minds, especially for Coach Sprink. And he does a fantastic job with that team with that program, with all those guys, and he's a winner. He wants to win, and I think he's hyper-focused on that. That whole group feels like they have some unfinished business. Montana State women's basketball, they are just ballers. I mean, (laughs) under Coach Ben, you can't go wrong. She's a legend, and she's – she has cemented her name in the legacy of Montana State Athletics and Montana State Women's Basketball in her 17th season. Had a, had a little rocky start in the beginning, but that doesn't worry me with when you have a coach like Coach Benford and you have a team like Montana State led by uh, Darian White, who's just <laughs> an absolute beast on the court. Uh, yes, she is. I love watching her play. And then, uh, like I said, Sophia Stiles is killing it over there for the Lady Grizz along with uh, Carmen G. Feller. Um, I can't wait for a conference play in the Big Sky uh, to, to get started. Basketball. It's crazy that we're still talking football with basketball here. High school basketball starts this week. I know. I know. I cannot... <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then you've got Christmas, the holiday season coming mm-hmm. up. It just, everything is, is all over the place, but it's fun. It's exciting. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but double A gets going next week. Yes, for they high do. School basketball. Yep. Everything else starts this week. Yep. Um, yes, they do. Um, but I will be actually in Billings on December 11th because there won't be a play, home playoff game. Um, calling the MSUB Rocky doubleheaders for the oh, men and women. Fine. Yeah, so that'll be a good time. With on SWX Montana, by the way. I love it. Who I, are you calling it with? I think DJ is going to come down from Butte, DJ Bauer. Love DJ. He's fantastic. The king of Butte for We've, our station. <laughs> he's doing well. Um, he'll let you know that he's a Penn State guy, though. There's He likes to bring up Penn State. He's not the only Penn State guy at our station. Zach Kaplan in Missoula is oh, also a big Penn Stater. Okay. Yeah, so they love the Happy Valley, that's for sure. There you go. Um, real quick, coaching change, a coaching carousel. Let me get your thoughts on this. I mean, what do you think about all the changes? And we're just getting started. Uh, to put it simply, it's insane. I am super excited about Lincoln Riley going to USC, and that's weird for me to say because I think every Pac-12 school can agree that if they could pick one school that they don't like, it is USC. However, 
for the sake of our conference, we need USC to be a dominant force in college football. And unfortunately, it didn't happen this year. And they have not, it's not like they've been bad in previous years, but they haven't been the USC that people expect them to be. And we need that for the the sake of our conference and the sake of our football program. So I think that Lincoln Riley is going to crush it for the Trojans. I think that Trojans going up in the next five years. When it comes to Brian Kelly at LSU, um, I'm happy for him. I definitely think that I respect the fact that he's 60 years old and is continuing to work and doesn't want to just settle. And I'm not saying that if he were to stay at Notre Dame, that would be settling by any means. I mean, he's had a fantastic an amazing coaching career, but for him to keep challenging himself at that age, I think is very respectable. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know how the next five years are going to look with with Coach Kelly at the helm uh, for LSU. What do, What do you think about that one? You know, I it's funny because I'm actually I was I was talking with uh, Jordy Hansen from the Missoulian well not talking with him but we were on the Twitter today and he brought up a point that media people are freaking out and losing their minds because these coaches are leaving for the money and and whatnot and he brought up a good point he goes don't act like any one of the, these media talking heads wouldn't be happy to go get ESPN you know so to speak um, and take the money because you'd love to get the hell out of Bozeman as much as you love it and go to Fox, ESPN, whatever, and cover major, major sports. You know, no offense to what's going on in the Gallon Valley, but am I wrong or am I right? I mean... Oh, I think you're 100% right, and I think that goes across the board. I think that people need to understand that... um, that this it's a business. I mean, this is a business, and you have to respect people as, as, as long as as humans are good to humans and treat people nicely and treat people the way that you want to be treated, go after your dreams, go after your dreams, go get what you want to get. And I think I was listening, um, was listening to the herd about this. And then I was also listening to Desmond Howard and the college game day crew comment on the coaching craziness right now. But and I don't remember exactly who, who said this, but somebody said, we need fresh new faces. We need change up in this world. We need excitement and, and, and new top dogs. And not saying that, you know, great for Alabama, happy for them. But <laughs> we need fresh, fresh new faces and fresh new guys. And, and I think that college football players at this point understand that that what they're getting into is much more of a business than it is you know holding hands in a circle and singing kumbaya yep. before you run out onto the football field that's the way it is now yep. whether people like it or not well and that's interesting you bring up the herd because he's got his the herd podcast network and there's some Notre Dame players that have their own podcast and they brought it up and said basically the same thing. Like, look, it's a business. Why are we going to complain? Uh, but then on the other side, you got a kid in Oklahoma uh, talking about some comment that Lincoln Riley made about USC being the bedrock of college football or whatever it was. He goes, he literally said that to us last week. So um, players have their own opinions. But, no, I, I hey, if, if the players can here, – here's what I think. If the coaches can move – the players need to be able to transfer as well um, with no penalties. And and the, the podcast for the guys from Notre Dame said that basically was, um, you know, basically the same thing is if the, you know, the coaches can move, then why can't we? And you know, I agree with them. I agree as well, Jason. And I really could talk about this topic for a, a long, long time because in a lot of ways to me, it's really sad the way that, college athletics and college football has maneuvered into this big time business, but that's what it is. I mean, people love it. And so when money and all the, and politics and all those things factor into the sport, it's not going to be as innocent and authentic as it is when you first start playing it in peewee. And even, I think it's trickled down into the high school ranks of it 
um, you know, it becoming more and more and more of a business. And it's sad to me in a lot of ways because I think that the true meaning of why you play the sport in the first place um, gets lost in the things that you learn within the sport and what you take away in your everyday life from it. Um, And just the simplicity of going out and playing a game. And so it's, it's a tough one, but I do think that it is what it is. That's what it is. And people love college football in this country. Otherwise it wouldn't be what it is. 100% agree. Um, all right. I, I wow. We, I, I didn't even realize what time it was. I know. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> oh, it totally is. We could. That. Yeah, we'll have to because it's not going to end anytime soon. All right. I'll see you Saturday. Text me your shirt size. It's a collared, like, ladies actual. Collar medium. Okay. Um, but, yeah, and then um, I guess I'll see you Saturday. I love it. I love it. Going to be fun to have you at Bobcat Stadium. It's been a bit since you've been August. here in Bozeman. Or September 11th. So, yeah. I know. I know. It's been a, it's <laughs> been a minute. So thank you so much for having me, Jason. Always a pleasure. Excited to see you on Saturday. Can't wait. Look forward to it, and uh, we'll see you then. All right. Well, Alex Eshelman joining us on the uh, Jason Walker Show. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline via the Airlink. Uh, that's what she said. Dinner's done right. Um, Howard's been going off on the Facebook um, with great comments um, talking about our conversation. And, uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about Sophia Stiles. He thinks she's the best player in the state of Montana. And uh, I can't fully disagree. She's fan- I'm just happy she's healthy. Um, I'll pick my games tomorrow uh, for the playoffs for the Cats and the Grizz. Um And we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean that's uh, you can always comment on Facebook at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter, call in, write, text, whatever you want to do. Uh, okay, quick break. We'll come back. And uh, on this day in history, we have NAI rankings for basketball, uh, the walk off, and more coming up. Jason Walker Show. Hang on. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden and MLS number 1246357 a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Wednesday. Tomorrow, predictions. Tomorrow, we're also going to talk to Eastern Washington Radio play-by-play announcer Larry Weir, get his thoughts on the Eagles and Grizz game Friday night. And uh, West High's Riley Ferguson is going to join us as well. So, uh, it's going to be fun tomorrow. Um, just saw this. Montana State's uh, Troy Anderson accepting an invitation to the East-West Shrine Bowl, which is uh, very prestigious. That is awesome. And uh, what a stud. What an absolute stud. Also, this uh, Montana Tech is going to play a 25-point tiebreaker. So, Marion beat Midland out at Pool G in the NAIA Volleyball Championships. So, there'll be three different tie breaks. Marion, Midland, uh, Tech plays Midland first. That game, or that, basically that one game to 25 uh, is coming up at 5.50 Mountain Time. And you can watch that on NAIA uh, live stream for free. And you can go to at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter and uh, under uh, hashtag MT Scores, and you can get that link um, right there. So good luck to uh, Tech. Providence already in the quarterfinals, and they play Park tomorrow. Tech looking to get to the final eight. Uh, let's see here. So there's that. Um, before we talk rankings, well, let's just do rankings now. The uh, <laughs> it's um, it's impressive. The Carroll men and women each ranked now in the top five. As the uh, let's see on the women's side, top twenty-five. We will start there. Um, Campbellsville, Kentucky, number one. Westmont, California, number two. Thomas Moore, Kentucky, three. Southeastern Florida, four. And Carroll women move up one to number five. Carroll's nine and two. The only loss for, uh, losses for the Saints this year. Last week at Thomas Moore in overtime and at home to Southeastern uh, a few weeks ago. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Montana Western holds steady at number 24, 6-1 on the year, as conference play starts this weekend in the Frontier. Uh, f- let's see, Providence receiving votes. So that's the women's side, but the Carroll women ranked fifth in the nation. The men uh, NAI, you have St. Francis, Indiana, number one. Loyola, Louisiana, number two. William Penn, Iowa, three. And moving up one spot to number four, Carroll College. Talladega, Alabama. Uh, Dega's a good, all those such really good basketball teams uh, is number five. And uh, Carroll men, the only ranked Frontier Conference team. LC State is uh, number 20, the former member of uh, the frontier. Tech getting votes. Way down getting votes. So uh Carolina won both in the top top five. Nuts. Uh and well deserved. They're both playing really good basketball right now. Okay, let's do let's see, what did we uh get to on this day in history. It is brought to you by Mountain Nutrition MTN Nutrition on the Facebook, MTN Nutrition MT on the Instagram, and unbelievable. The shakes and, and teas, 21 vitamins and minerals, and great specials all week long. Open 7 to 2, Monday through Friday, 3222 Centennial Drive in Helena. Also the teas, uh, metabolism booster as well. 
and collagen. Just it's it, they're really good. Had to go with uh, my uh, my new one today, which is the uh, lemon base with cherry and grape flavor. It's really good. Uh, let's see here. On this day, it is December the first, and it is Rosa Parks Day. 1955 on this date, Rosa Parks arrested for refusing to move to the back of the bus and giving her seat to a white passenger in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, it is National Package Protection Day. Not sure if that means um, delivered packages or dudes. It is National Pie Day today and Eat a Red Apple Day today. 1928, NL President John Heidler, the first to propose a baseball rule calling for a 10th man or designated hitter to bat in place of the pitcher. Ironically, in 1928, the NL voted in favor of the proposal. The American League turned it down. 1972, it came in in the American League. I think it's going to be in the NL this year, uh, after the lockout, which is starting today. Uh, 1930, the NHL drops the 20-minute slashing the head penalty. 1940, four sets of brothers playing one NHL game, Blackhawks and Rangers. Lynn and Muzz Patrick, along with Neil and Mac Colville, played for the Rangers. Max and Doug Bentley, Bob and Bill Carsey for Chicago. Uh, 1956, in front of 100,000 fans at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, a U.S. Army baseball team beats an Australian All-Star team 11-5 in the Olympics exhibition. Sergeant Vance Sutton, a grand slam for the Army. 1953, Hugh Hefner, the first edition of Playboy, was published. Marilyn Monroe, the first centerfold. 1956, Bill Russell, Casey Jones lead the U.S. to its fourth consecutive Olympic gold medal, a 34-point win over the Soviets in Melbourne. 1964, Houston Colt 45 changed their name to the Astros. 1967 on this date, Wilt Chamberlain of Philadelphia, 52 points. He missed 22 free throws. Uh, let's see here, 1984. Chris Everett won her 1,000th career pro match in uh, the round of 16 of the Australian Open, went on to win in 1984. It is Larry Walker's birthday, the Hall of Famer, Colorado Rockies, born on this date in 1966. Rick Majerus passed away on this date, 2012, the great coach uh, with the University of Utah. Uh, let's see what else. 1878, the first White House telephone was installed. Joe Biden still trying to figure out how to use it. 1929, the game of bingo invented. Uh, 1969, uh, L.A. Police Chief Edward Davis announced warrants for the arrest of the Manson cult for murder. And on this date in 1992, two C-141B starlifters collided over the skies in northern Montana near Chinook and Harlem. They crashed during a refueling exercise. Thirteen passed away in that one. Um, on board the flights. Uh, Marie Tussaud, born on this date in 1761, the founder of Madame Tussaud's Wax Museums. And uh, Tony W.A. Boyle was born on this date, 1904. He was uh, American United work, uh, Mine Workers president. He was convicted of murder. And I bring him up because he was born on this date in Bald Butte, Montana. You know where Bald Butte, Montana is? It's near Marysville. Yeah. We're almost at the end of the show. History. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. And it's a, it's a good night to go get some uh, spicy Cajun food, unless you are a three-year-old who has had the stomach flu all day, uh, like mine. But uh, maybe the wife and I will do that. We'll make the little one some soup. And we'll go get jambalaya or gumbo at uh, Cafe Zydeco tonight. I think that's a, a hell of an idea. Um, all right. We're, uh, we talk a lot about sports. We talk a lot about pop culture on this show. But right now, our thoughts are with uh, the town of Denton in Fergus County has been evacuated due to a wildfire that started this morning. The schools evacuated. The highways are all closed. The town is evacuated. Um, Fergus County Sheriff saying stay out of the Denton area. Uh, the West Wind Fire actually broke out, I guess, late last night. Um, 
but wind gusts over 70 miles per hour, 60 to 70 mile per hour winds, and our our thoughts definitely with um, the town of Denton in uh, Fergus County. There was a fire in Great Falls, south of Great Falls, Gibson Flats area that uh, started overnight. Uh, 11 garages, 7 outbuildings, numerous cars have been burned and uh, started in a field. Um, a chicken died, but no other deaths or injuries. Residents um, still not able to go back to their home, it appears, and that is south of Great Falls in Cascade County. Um and then there was a fire outside Browning, too. So with the winds and everything going on right now, just be careful. Listen to law enforcement. Stay out of those areas, okay? Man, our thoughts definitely, uh, especially with the town of Denton right now. Um, but, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do, uh, do this. Thanks to Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said. Tomorrow, Larry Weir, Eastern Washington, play-by-play announcer, will join us. Get his thoughts ahead of the Grizz game Friday night with Eastern Washington that I will probably be at my first Grizz game at Washington Grizzly Stadium. How about that? Saturday, I'll be in Bozeman. West High standout and Navy commit. Riley Bergson's going to join us tomorrow as well. NFR starts tomorrow night. Lots of stuff going on. We'll talk a lot about it. Tomorrow, starting at 4. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. We're presented by Capital Collision Center. Thanks to you. Thanks to all of our great comments and uh, all great listeners and viewers and also our uh, fantastic sponsors. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. Stay safe and have a great night. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.